0: This interview was supported by an unrestricted educational grant from Beatrice. Beatrice had no role in the selection of the topics or the selection of the speakers and has not vetted or reviewed the content of any of the interviews. The views expressed by speakers are their own and may not necessarily represent the views of the IMS. Hello, I'm Dr. Marla Shapiro, and I have the pleasure of being on the Board of Trustees of the International Menopause Society. Today, I am joined by Dr. Rosella Nappi. She is a professor of obstetrics and gynecology at the University of Pavia, Italy, director of gynecological endocrinology, IVF, and menopause research. And she'll be joining us today to help us uh, healthcare professionals deal with the topic that we often don't talk about in menopause, which is migraine. Um, and this is a particularly important issue because midlife, we often will see this. So could you talk to me about this particular issue?
1: Migraine is a very important gender uh, topic, uh, and uh, it's very relevant uh, in women of any age. And more or less, uh, three to uh, one, uh, three women to one man, uh, uh, according to uh, epidemiology. And migraine uh, is really affecting the woman from uh, the beginning of the fertile life with menarche to menopause, and usually premenopausal is they are very la- relevant for exacerbation of this debilitating condition because migraine is not just an headache. We know that is a, a neurovascular phenomenon uh, that is may be related to many other aspects of uh, uh, health and uh, in particular at, at menopause, this may be related to cardiovascular risk. So it's essential To uh, identify those women, they were suffering from migraine during their fertile life, but in particularly those in which migraine is worsening during the pre-menopausal years. Because this one, they will be at higher risk of condition afterwards. So
0: what are the role of sex hormones in relationship to headache and migraine?
1: The role of sex hormone is uh, enormous. Uh, We know uh, since many, many years, there are hormonal fluctuation, in particularly estradiol fluctuation, they can induce uh, uh, migraine attack. Uh, We know that we may have a migraine attack usually around the time of menstruation, the so-called menstrual migraine or menstrually related migraine, Migraine may occur also at the time of ovulation. So it's not a question of estradiol level, but it is a question of the up and down of the level that may be perceived by the neurovascular structure, but also by some area that control pain at the trigeminal system. And these areas, they are so sensitive, they can uh, induce these uh, horrible pain that is extremely severe, is uh, uh, pulsating, is unilateral, may be concomitant with nausea and vomiting, and also phono and photophobia. And uh, this um, migraine in women is very severe indeed, and we know that when hormones modulate migraine, uh, also, the attack is much more resistant to uh, the use of even specific analgesics, such as triptans. Indeed, these uh, attack of pain, they can last more than the usually four to 72 hours by definition. But when migraine occur with menstruation, uh, the, the, uh, the, the days may be even three Five, seven days, because the pain is resistant to analgesics. Why with premenopausal years, the migraine is worsening? Because women, they lose their regular menstrual cyclicity. They are exposed to uh, an an excessive amount of estradiol that is not balanced by progesterone. So there are some data out there suggesting that when... Menstrual cycle become irregular. Maybe you have also heavy menstrual bleeding. You have a a worsening of menstrual pain. For example, you have a short cycle, longer cycle. You really miss your cyclicity. And therefore, a migraine is worsening. And you can have also three, four migraine attack uh, a week. And it's a real nightmare. And women they also start developing more hot flashes uh, and also uh, more anxiety, more depression, and we know that mood also affects the um, incidence and the uh, clinical manifestation of migraine. So this is the reason we should put migraine in the, uh, in the context of the climatic syndrome, even though it's not a typical symptom of menopause, but during the pre-menopausal years in the menopause transition can be a nightmare for women.
0: So what about the prescription of, of hormone therapy then for women who have this situation, but also have hot flashes and vasomotor symptoms? Will this limit our ability to treat these women with menopausal hormone therapy?
1: Yeah, we should make a distinction. We forgot to mention the fact that we have two types of migraine. Migraine with aura. Aura is a, a very special phenomenon that occurs in the brain that is uh, characterized by, for example, visual symptoms, but you may have also uh, sensory motory symptoms and other Um, um, other symptoms that suggest that that the brain is very vulnerable in terms of uh, uh, vascular uh, control, uh, neurovascular control, or uh, uh, maybe a contraindication to uh, the use of hormone therapy sometimes, because we have to keep in mind that is a, a strong risk factor for um, cardiovascular disorder and cerebrovascular disorder, in particular stroke. And indeed, we know that aura is also a contraindication to the use of combined hormonal contraception. But of course, hormones in the menopause um, are completely different from uh, uh, combined hormonal contraception. And in some women, we can use very low dose of estrogen, And what we know from the literature, that maybe the transdermal route of administration uh, is uh, um, more uh, indicated in association with natural progesterone, because we have less impact on the, the risk of thrombosis. When we deal with migraine without aura, we should always be careful as well, because even migraine without aura may be a risk factor for uh, cardiovascular and cerebrovascular condition, but this is less uh, relevant from an epidemiological point of view, that our goal should be to stabilize the hormonal fluctuation with the lowest effective dose to relieve the symptoms, for example, hot flashes or others, and to try not to worsen migraine, but to improve the disorder when migraine is worsening during hormone therapy, we should pay attention and maybe we should measure and we should, should check on blood pressure. We should send to an expert in the field. So um, the, the general practitioner or the gynecologist or, cannot be enough. And maybe it's important to propose a, a neurological workout to this patient in order to propose hormone therapy in, uh, in, in in the safest, safest way at, as possible.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I think it's something that we often don't think about migraine and menopause, but with hormonal fluctuations and the impact, it's something clearly that I will now be f- taking a look at in my perimenopausal and menopausal women.
1: Yeah, we should do so. Also because, you know, some women, they are very lucky and they wait for the menopause because women with menstrual migraine, usually they get rid from the migraine, okay? And we realized that two-thirds of the patient entering natural menopause, they improve significantly. And for these women, it's really a liberation from a, a condition. And therefore, when we propose hormones and maybe we restore the bleeding, for example, these women, don't want uh, that treatment at all. So it's, even, it's always better to think that to these women, we should propose a continuous combined regimen and not a sequential one because we, it's not a good idea to uh, reduce uh, uh, the uh, withdrawal bleeding, for example. And another very interesting point, uh, however, is that women with surgical menopause, we know, especially if the surgical menopause is occurring before uh, the, the age uh, usually menopause occur, Uh, you may have a worsening of migraine, and uh, there is a very interesting theory that this is related not only to the fact that that we suddenly induce uh, menopause in these women, so it's really a stressful condition, and we know that women with migraine, they are more sensitive to stress. But there is a theory that relates this to the fact that these women, they develop androgen insufficiency syndrome. And migraine, severe migraine following surgical menopause is part of this uh, uh, condition. And uh, this is interesting because there, is, there are also some data out there suggesting that even when you hysterectomize women, since you may induce a mild form of androgen insufficiency because you are affecting the circulation of the ovary, so the output of the androgen from the ovary is less, you may worsen migraine even when you remove only the uterus. So this is a very important point for even OBGYN and surgeon Uh, they are doing um, ophorectomy and hysterectomy to migraine women. So we should keep in mind.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Marla.